and welcome to the pulpit a podcast of assemblies of god national ship center garike abuja nigeria here you receive word unadulterated and word properly divided all from the pulpit god bless you as you listen pastor or teacher of the law told him he saw within the recesses of his own heart that were filled, accumulated fields. He said, oh, there is difference between you and there's a demarcation between your personality and who am I? And the Lord responded. When he said, here am I. The Lord said, I will touch your tongue and the field will be drained out. Before that, Isaiah said, that God says that the animals know their master's creed. Where to lie down? Animals, little, under species. But my people has not known. Does this appeal to you? Does it strike your heart? Does it challenge your spiritual state? Does it import an assignment, spiritual an assignment to your heart that there are things I need to do to become exactly what heaven wants me to? Jesus said to Peter, one of you is defiled, but I'm going to do the washing. Peter said, you can't do it. And if you don't do it, you can't go with me. You are clean, but not all. But I have to do the needful. Already physically, your feet are stained. For no one can ascend unto the heels of the Lord, if not a man upright in nature. One who truly know the God we serve cannot present a negative attitude that cast as passion to himself and to the God he represents. One who truly knows this God of heaven whose origin no man can say, who existed before all things he made, even the heavens and the earth that is full to you. Does this frighten you? Or does it create something in your mind to fear this God your eyes cannot see? Whose existence cannot be questioned? Philosophers of all centuries have written and said many things. Atheists, both practical and theoretical, have said many things. But at the end of the day, they remember they have a need. And they will say, oh! Who can help me? They did not say what can, they say who, representing a personality. Who can help me? They have posed many questions, scientific, geographical, whatever. An argument has risen in many quarters. The egg and the hen, which one is the first? And somebody said, my culture, without an egg, there will be no hen. And somebody said, without hen, there will be no egg. Then which one is the first? If hen is the first, which seems to be a better argument, how did the hen appear? Big Bang Theory has appeared. There was a progression in creation. And there was a bang somewhere, evolution theory. And something began to migrate from one place to the other. And someone asked the question, that Big Bang, who did the banging? Did the banging just occur? Or was it a product of a being invisible into the sight of men? But within the gleams of their heart, there is something going on. There must be someone. The appearance of the light. How did it appear? Let there be light. How did it happen? Who spoke to things to emanate from where they have not been? He did not say see. 
He did not say snail come out. He did not say sea creatures come out. But he spoke to the sea, produce everything in you. The sea, things, creatures begin to show up. He said to the ground, produce fruits. He didn't name them Malakabosatalia. Trees, edible and non-edible, begin to spring up. Do you not fear such intelligence? Is it common? Has it happened in your culture? He looked at what he created and said, there are things stored in you. I want you to vomit them out. One by one they show up. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Indian atheist practical who argue there is no God in his dissertation begin to look at the Bible to find out who read law. Remembering that law began, began from a lawgiver from where other people copies, principles, and whatever. After going through the Old Testament, he said, I have been believing false. Faulty transferred knowledge from my parents. There is God. An Indian child studied, not knowing what it looks like, God it looks like. In her physical eye, saw a tent burning, literally burning in the broad daylight. From her hostel, she speed up. To see how the tent is burning and people within the tent were not screening. As she drew closer and closer and come to the tent, he discovered that we are four girls praying there. Four young girls, university undergraduate, like her. He said to them, The tent is burning and you are here. They say, Where did you see fire? He said, Right from my hostel, the fire of He that began the fire called the Holy Spirit. Do you not fear him? Is he your mate? You come before him, you cannot stay one place. Show undisciplined and reckless life. You come before him, you speak anyhow. Show life that is not controlled or trained. You come before him, you do whatever you want to do. You just celebrated this and my children. But there come a time when God begins to look at our age. Because the other is train up a child. He didn't say train up an adult. When an adult refused to behave like an adult, he depreciates his manliness to the one of a child. Your masculinity will not represent your height or your age. And people will call, are you a child? When a man misses the principle of governorship of the home, as the home leader, the wife will turn around and say, are you a baby? You are missing the principle that govern your masculinity. How much do you know about God? How much How much do you know? Jesus said, I know my father, and my father knows me. And I and my father are one. How much? God is not a religion. Theology is not God. You are acquainted with theology? Thank you, but what level do you have to? That's why the subject called theology proper is hidden from many scholars. There are many disputing factors in theology proper that infants going through there will never believe that is God, that these are arguments of men. How do you prove something that is potent after collecting your hypothesis? Take it to the laboratory, take the steps concerning to it. If your hypothesis is, is potent, it gives you accurate 
report to what you are looking for. If it's faulty, you fail. Our argument will always fail if it is not measured by the word of God. Jeremiah chapter 9. Help me, Jesus. 24. But let him that glory glory in this, that he understand it and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercise loving kindness, watch that, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Let him that glory, that rejoices in whatever you have labored to have, transferred wealth, acquired knowledge, or whatever, whatever you have, the height you have been placed, or you struggle to place yourself, let him that glory, that take liberty, and you are happy, glory in this. This is divine verdict. What amazed me and strikes my mind is that when you were a student in secondary school, you paid attention to your teacher. When you were a student in university, you strive, burning candles and whatever, to come and not with pass, but with a reputable degree position that can inform your employment. When you were in your master's mechanic workshop, you listen to detailed instruction. Bring the spanner, bring the screwdriver, bring the hammer, bring the grease. You were sparing for something. Mistress, you were with your mistress. Bring the needle, switch out this, do this one, hem this one. And when you miss the mark, it will scold you. You never avoided the workshop. You were striving for something that you will give prominence to your life and recognition. But it's only in the church, when you are asked to do what is right, you, flow, you flare up, you grow big. It is only in the church that pastors will be speaking, little arrogant-minded people, not men, I have men, I trust, I have women that I respect. They respect the God Levi serve. They don't argue God. When you ask to sit down in a place by unauthorized leadership, the usher, he said, I will not. But in the courtroom, you don't do that. We have lawyers here. The policeman asks you to sit down there. You sit down quietly and humbly. What informed this negative attitude? Not knowing God and the owner of that church. Let him that glory, glory in this, that you understand and know it me. Knowledge is first understanding, crowns the knowledge. We can't be friends except you understand Reverend Levi. Many people are scared of Reverend Levi. What? Is he coming? Yes. They look at my face. What? You will say something now. Of course, I will say something if I'm moved. I will say something. I say, hey, boy, what are you doing? Do you want to go to hell? Others will say, didn't we tell you it's coming? But those who knows me and understand me, even in the ministry, cannot do anything without calling me and say, Daddy, look, what do you want me to do? Let him that glory, glory that in these, not in the blessings I've given into your hand, not in the positions I have given you or what you acquire, 
not at the response of people's to your message oh wonderful these people god moved today it doesn't move me at the height i am it moved me when i was a child in the pulpit until i have stories of a leader who refused to obey instruction of the leader too i came preaching blasting everywhere the fire came down everywhere everybody we are blessed soak in god's power and healing and he was going home jubilating saying god thank you thank you father it was awesome the lord said yes but did i bless you god says son did i bless you i blessed my people you spoke about me i didn't bless you because you rebel instruction i didn't bless you because your heart is is your heart is beat your heart is bitter you have bitterness against somebody. I didn't bless you. He said, what? I didn't bless you. I blessed my people. They needed me. So that's what, no matter how you jump, I'll look at myself without feeling his blessing. It's not, it's not the song you sing to us. You may be singing, we have been blessed. Are you being blessed? Because I didn't bless you. Your heart is bitter. I blessed my people. They needed me. And you spoke the truth about me. I blessed them. And he knelt down, broken, broken down. Pieces. Say, Lord, forgive me. Let him that glory, glory that he understands and know me. Do you understand what makes God happy and what makes God angry? If you do, do you respect his view? Do you respect his person and say, he doesn't like this? I will not do it. You think that Christianity is motorpark? Where you do whatever you want to do. With flame muscles, talk as you like, open eyes. They know they, took, they know they take open eyes, do Christianity. It's humility. Understanding sustains relationship. The man and the wife that knows themselves, they may have misunderstanding, they miss to understand. They will come back to understand themselves. Women hear me. Some of you are in the verge of losing your home because of stupidity. After many years, you still count little, little your, your husband does. He doesn't have understanding. You don't have understanding. After 20 years, you are still complaining. Have you not known this man? That this man is weak here. You need to help him. The same thing to men. After 20 years of marriage, you still complaining, my wife, my wife, my wife. If you're talking to somebody about your wife, you are a child. You are a child. Why complaining after 20 years of living together? Is it not to help one another, bear one another's burden? That's what makes you a man. When you got married, your wife will remove her hair tie, it will drop in the bed, you complain. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, your wife is still dropping her hair tie in the bed, you are complaining. Go and kill her. Go and kill her because of her. Since you marry her, you know she used to snore. And when it snore, you still beat her till now, after 20 years. You know your wife cannot rest except the mouth is working. The mouth of your wife will only rest when you're sleeping. It will just be talking, 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 talking. Even something that not to be talking, it will talk and talk and talk. Darling, have you seen? Darling, daddy, did you hear? Daddy, can you see? You are still complaining. When you know you have a parrot in the house, why can't you begin to turn it to song, everyday song? You don't even to wait for her to talk. When you come back, darling, are there, is there anything? going around that we need to know. Are you following me? Darling, 
ah, is there anything going around? It's nothing happening. She will be keep quiet and say, ah, you don't reach like this. I will not talk to another one. You see, beside the night, you don't understand your wife. You will break down and die. And God said, because of all, my people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Let him that glory, glory in this, that you understand and know me that I am God who exercises judgment, righteousness on earth. On these things, I delight. Say, Amen. amen. If you hear me, say, Amen. amen. Through knowledge of a person or a, a thing goes with understanding. Every believer in Christ that claims to know God must know what makes God happy or sad. Apostle Paul prayed for understanding. Ephesians 1, 18 to 20. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance and descendants, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us world who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Yeah, you should know the hope of your calling, the riches of your calling, the inheritance of your calling, and you should know you have in you the exceeding greatness of his power that can guide you, direct you, instruct you, correct you without interference of men. For us to succeed, we must understand what this relationship with God is all about. What is it all about? Come and follow me, I will make you. Come and follow me, I will make you. We must understand what this relationship is all about. He, he, we don't dictate. He set the pace. God set the pace and we follow. Whatever he said, we do. Mary confronted the Lord and said, they have no wine. And the Lord said, woman, what business do I have with you by this time? And they turn around, Mary turn around and said to them, whatever he asks you to do, what happened? Do it. Jesus, knowing they have a need, Jesus ready to wipe out shame and disgrace, which is his job, to save men from shame, humiliation and disgrace, he came. He said to them, feed the six bottles, the six pot that are there. No one said, why? Draw the water and give to the governor. Nobody say, why? Ordinary water. They listening to Mary. They had Mary who was not a preacher. Whatever he asks you to do, having not performed one miracle before, having not show exactly God man he is, never preach a word never prophesied of anything, never been in the mouth of transfiguration, never raised the dead or healed the blind. But, simple instruction, whatever he asks you, do it. They pick the water, give to the governor. You know the story. The governor said, ah, what kind of a host are you? I've been drinking substandard wine. 
why did you hit this one thing now? And the Bible said, he did not know it was water that was turned to wine. You will never lack direction. You will never lack God's glory. That is your security. You will never lack divine support or divine assistance. You will never lack divine inspiration. You will never lack divine revelation. If you train your mind to receive what God is about to say, because Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of my mouth. He gives direction. Job said, God speaketh, but man do not understand. And he said, The Son runs his race like a giant everything is hidden day by day nations give out their voice seasons give out their voice signs give out their voice but we do not understand you can never train yourself in discipline of obedience you will not hear the still small voice giving you direction on what to do you will never you will never because he said, I am with you always. He said, I will cancel you. Psalm 20, 32, I will cancel you. I will guide you. I will instruct you. Be you not like a bull or a horse that need to be beaten. I will guide you. And he said, I've given you the Holy Ghost to guide you. You can't be available to God and misdirection for worthy, valuable life of integrity that represents you. It's not your money that represents you before God. It is the integrity you possess. Who shall ascend unto the hill? A man upright in his doing. I didn't come to the pulpit to look for bread and butter. He is my witness. He called me to make disciples of all nations. He called me to train me. I've spoken to you in low voice. I've spoken to you in songs. I've spoken to you in prayer. I've spoken to you in fasting. They mean nothing to you. In which way should I bring God's word? It means something to you. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit said. He that overcometh shall not be hurt second time. There is hell, there is heaven, there is light, there is darkness, there is death, there is life, there is suffering, there is joy, there is punishment, there is agony, knowing the terror of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5, 9, 11. Knowing the terror of the Lord. We persuade men knowing the terror of the Lord. If you know God as only God of love, you don't know. God is also a consuming fire. If you know God as God of mercy, you stop there only. You don't know. God also is a judge without mercy. If you know God as a giver of good things also, you don't know. God is also a killer. He killed the two sons of his own priest Aaron at the altar. When they bring, brought a strength fire. He punished Israel. 
Send them to Babylonian captivity. If you know God as a blesser, you didn't know him as a judge, you missed the knowledge. We shall all appear before the present judgment seat of Christ. Is it in your Bible? Is it in your Bible? Is it in your Bible? All men shall stand. They shall know that I am the Lord. Hosea chapter 6 verse 3. They shall we know. If we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning. He shall come unto us as a rain. As a later and former rain unto the earth. The deeper knowledge brings conviction, sincere conversion, intimacy, greater confidence in the future. If you do not know him as Lord, the owner of your life, the owner of your wealth, the owner of your children, the owner of your land, the owner of every minute, the owner of every second, if you do not know him as the owner, you don't know him. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Why will you be greedy over what is not your own? God put a stuff called money in your hand. To build the small tight, you are struggling, so you don't know him. I want to wrap up and close. It's an ongoing, it's an ongoing subject. He gives you a little biscuit. Why the bread he baked in the oven is waiting to be consumed? He's just serving an appetizer and demanded that you give him a little back. He said no. But what God gave you is an appetizer. What he gave you in the form of words or power is an appetizer. You are even contented with an appetizer. The real dish has not been served. Just more, more chop on the table. You consume them as if you didn't know bigger what is coming. Because of childishness. Silver and gold is mine. A cattle in a thousand hills, they are mine. If I need them, I will kill and eat. But what I'm looking for is thanksgiving and paying your vow. But you are not ready. Little appetizer, you are satisfied. What will you do if you see the true riches of God? When you are just looking a little thing, salvation is dropped into your hand. The glory and might is yet to be deposited. And you are shrinking in, thinking you have gotten all. Why? Because you are a child. How much do you know him? If you do not come as the giver and the taker, you don't know him. You may know about God, but not God. Knowing about me is not knowing me. Knowing me is knowing what I represent. It's represent what I hate and what I like. It's knowing me who I am. That's what it means I know the Lord. God has given you only appetizer. But you are so much greedy and covetous. He hide the real thing. Ah, children laden with sin. An animal knows the master's crib. A donkey knows where to lie down. Ah, 
that my people does not know me? How is the beautiful silver becoming like a dross? How is Jerusalem becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah? Who has had this thing before? Tell it not in the street of Jerusalem. Things wrong has happened in the house. How can I sing the lost song in a strange land? Ah, children love them with rebellion. How many are ready to receive the revelation? I've given you a piece of the ice back. But you are satisfied. The true riches in the sea is stored at the bottom of the sea. Not on the periphery. Only leaves stay at it. Those who need pebble and diamond, they go deep down. Those who are looking for gold, they do deep down. Those who are looking for gold, precious stone, they are lost on the surface. Only may with energy goes and harvest it. Who are you looking for in the church? I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, the sons of Jacob are not consumed. It is of me that you are not consumed. It is foolishness to build the best house in another man, another man's land. You are a visitor. I am a pilgrim. If you don't belong to a community, they will know you are a stranger. Would they know? If you are investing and building everything, the bold one will walk up to us and say, Oga, do you know this is not your village? What about this? You will leave it and go. That's what we are doing. The world is not my home. I'm traveling and passing by. Songs have been sung. Poems have been read. Poets have been everything. But we seem not to understand. We had about two young men in a strange land. When they were entering the city, they did not read the inscription at the signpost. The moment you enter the city, all wealth gotten here remained in this city. And they went in, flourishing in business, left, right, and center. The junior brother called the elder brother and said, Elder, senior, let's send money to home so our father will be building for us. Say, boy, forget it. Any day we hit home, there's money to build. The young boy was sending little, little, little stipends. The, mother, the father was building for him. A day came, the town cry came in the morning with the town and said, every stranger in our land today is the expiring date. Park and go. Leave this place. The young man chattered trailer upon trailer upon trailer. They drove in. He was speaking thing. The chief said, where are you going with this? He said to my community, say, boy, go and read the description on the gate when you enter this city. He came and looked at it. In this city, nobody goes out with whatever you come with. The way you enter is the way you will go. In regret, he left home empty. And got in home, the father said, Sons, you are welcome. Say, my boy, come, see your house. Enter. He said, what? He said, I was sending some small money. And the father said, there's no place. Only the place vacant is your mother's kitchen. Go and stay in your mother's kitchen. There are two classes of pain. Pain of regret and pain of discipline. Which one will you take? Pains of regret and pains of discipline. Which one will you take? Will you allow yourself to be disciplined today to profit yourself tomorrow? Knowledge of God. Anyone rejoice in glory in this, that you know me, <coughs> you understand me, and know that I exercise loving kindness, judgment, and justice. Stand upon your feet. Close your eyes, hold your neighbor's hand. 
I don't know what to say to you. Wrap your eyes closed. Close your eyes. The trumpet of the Lord shall sound, we shall be no more. Do you know God? Do you know? Do you know God? Do you know? Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. For every information and inquiries, please check out our social media handles on Twitter at AGNWC and on Instagram at AGNWC. For more information, please send us an email to info at AGNWC.org. God bless you and see you on the next one.